When it comes to digging a bore, not like the next mission we're going to have on today's stop, a regular case of digging a bore where the kid learns in school is if you go into the public street and you open up a bore, you're high if the animal falls in there and dies, right? They said, but you're high if that's the regular case. And according to Rob, everybody holds to that. The machlokas is if you have your own bore, it belongs to you, but your mafka, the rishus, that people can come into your property, are you chayiv there? That's how Rabbanu Rabbi Yosef says no. The machlo, everybody agrees that if it's bor b'shus everybody says you're chayiv, meaning it's your bor, but you allow people to come in your mafka, the area, so they can come in. Don't forget, if it's your bor in middle of your rishus, you don't have any permit. I can dig whatever I want. If I want to dig a hole in the middle of my yard. And you have no permission to come in and you fall in there, it's your problem. Your animal falls in. Who asked them to come in? Maybe I'll dig one like that for the cats yes. to fall in there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't get out of this. You understand? But they, but, can, they can get out. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll make it so deep they can't get out. So so um there everybody agrees. It's it's mine. I have no problem. The problem is if I allow if I mafka the rushus, it's my bore. The bore belongs to me, but I'm mafka the property, you can come in there. That's everybody says you're high of a corn trip, you're safe. And the, and the classic case of a bore, you dig a bore, is only according to Bishmo. According to Bakiva, you're not chayv in that case. You're not chayv in that case. That's It's in the public area. No, just telling you, you know, there it's just telling you that uh, if you dig it, right, if you dig a bore, according to Yosef, you go to Bishmo, says you're bore, according just opening up, Bakiva says no. There it's telling you about the kind of a bore, but it's only a bore, even if you, if you open up a bore, in just, that's yours, and it's near the Rishos Rabbim, and, but it's, it belongs to you, then you're Chayim. But, uh, but in a case where it's in the Rishos Rabbim and belongs to Rishos Rabbim, he says you're not Chayim there, which is a strange thing, but that's how, that's how Rabbi Yosef interprets Rabbi Kiva. So, <clears throat> again, in the, of Rabbi Shemosav, Rabbi Shemosav, and Rabbi Kiva says, according to Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva says, no, you need to, to, to tell you that, you know, you should, if you open it up, you should uh, cover it up. And if you figure, if you, if you dug it, you should cover, you should, uh, you should um, fill it in, but you're not chayev. Uh, that's how they interpret the Pesach. But, um, but uh, the idea that you're chayev on a Barbara itself, that's only according to Rabbi Shmuel, the way Rabbi Yosef learns. But the more the smart, the, the way we understand it is according to according to according to Rabbi Yosef, the next mission will only go like Rabbi Shmuel, not like Rabbi Kiva. Meisve, we're three lines into the wide lines of the Gemara. Meisve, you dug it in Rishus Rabbim. Listen, to this. you dug it in Rishus Rabbim like people do here. Yeah, they, they're op- the opening is in their Rishus, but they dug it underneath the public street. Your potter, it's not a right thing to do. Alpha Pisha and Rishon, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to dig on Rishus Rabbim, right? Maybe the whole thing will collapse one day. Last game, but people do it. You're still part of the Pisha. You shouldn't do that. You don't make a hollow cavity. You know, is it okay for me to go through my basement and dig a, a, a hollow cavity under the, the public street? You know, maybe they won't catch me, and maybe I'm not injuring anybody. But long term, who knows what'll happen? I'm not That's supposed to do that. Hmm? You're allowed to write. Right. Still, but you're potter. But if you dug, call it a pit, ditches, 
a pit, a, a ditch or a cave, uh, if it's open to the Rishas even if it's in your, the, the pit is in your, in your, on your property, but the opening, that's the key, open Rishas Ram, then you're If you dig a pit in the Rishas in your own place, but it abuts the Rishas Rabbim, the people who dig for foundations, then you're potter, because foundations you're allowed to do. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah Machayim says, oh, you still have to make a, a partition of uh, 10 Tzvachim high. Uh, or at least you move it further away from the way people walk, from Tzvachim or Arba Amos. You have to either put up a Mechitza there or put it far away. You shouldn't do it right up, right abutting the Rishas Rabbim. But the Tanakhama said, if you did it for a foundation, it's okay. Time and illusion, reason why it's mutter, reason why you're potter is because with potter, of course, have a loss. The reason why is because you do a foundation, whole evolution, who wouldn't be foolish, you be chayav. How money now? Who does this price to go like? Bishlam le Rabbah, according to Rabbah, who learns what? That Rabbi Shmuel says that you're potter on Rishas Yachayav, it's in Rishas Rabbah. Again, Rishas Yachayav, that you're mafka the Rishas, but the pits in your Rishas. So Rishas Rabbi Shmuel, the Rishas that says you're potter, again, it's opening on the Rosh Hashanah. Why you put her there? You put her there. According to so the Tanakam will say, according to Rabbah, the Rosh goes like Mishmal, the Sefer, the the Sefer says you're Chayib. If it's not for Laushin, if it's not for a foundation, you're Chayib. That'll go like a Bekiva. says you dig it in a private area and you mafia the Rosh That'll go like a Bekiva. Then you're Chayib. El Rav Yosef, Kontra Yosef, Bishlam is Sefer, the Rav the safe, everybody will agree that you're chayyib because it's Rishus Yachid and you're mafker. El Arisha money. Who is Arisha go like it says that you're putter? If you dig it, again, the Arisha said that a hope for Bar Rishus Rabbim, the pistol Rishus Yachid, you're putter. Why are you putter if it's open in Rishus Rabbim? Why? Because it goes like El Arisha money, Lar Bishmal Rabbi Kiva. Everybody says if you dig a pit in Rishus Yachid, you're mafker to Rishus Rabbim. Corner of Yosef. Everybody says that you're chayiv in that case. Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva, the machlok is only a pit in the Rishas Rabbim. Amalchar of Yosef, Kul Derbekol. No, the whole thing goes like everybody. The Rasha Shalohifkir, very simple. Or Shusov, Lo Rishas Boro. In the Rasha, the reason you're potter is why? Because you weren't mafkir the Rishas Rabbim. You dug it in Rishas Yachid, or, or is in Rishas Rabbim, but the opening was in Rishas Yachid, and you weren't mafkir that area, the area of Rishas Yachid that people can get into. Like I said, it's like digging a hole in my own yard. No permission to anybody to come in. Therefore, I'm potter. Okay, so that's how it'll work out. So he'll say, Amar Yosef, cool. It goes like everybody. Everybody agrees in that case that you're potter. Amar Ashi and the Seifa, the Seifa, everybody will say you're chayim. Because in the Seifa, we said if it wouldn't be for Laushin and you're digging a pit in Rosh Hashanah, um, that you're mafker, the area for Rosh because people can walk right up to it. In other words, you're digging it. Your hole, it's your hole, but it's it abuts Rishus Ram, so people have permission to go there. Everybody will say Yechayev there. Amar Vashi, Asher, the Kintler of Yosef, there a call. Now that you say that Rabbi Yosef will say, according to Yosef, this probably will go with everybody. L'Rabba Nami, lo took You don't have to say, according to Rabba, he said, originally he said, Bishlam L'Rabba, the racial will go like Rishmo, who says it, your putter on Rishus Yachid, if you did it, Rishus Yachid, your mouth read. And they say for this, as Yechayev, if it wouldn't be for foundations, goes like a Bekiva. Now you also don't have to say, according to Rabba, that it goes like a Machalik Sran, the racial Rishmo. Since it's the ratio of the Rishmol, say for not Rishmol, the time of illusion, the reason is because it's for foundation of ablution. Also, Chayev, why? Why are you Chayev there? According to Rabbi Shmuel, 
even according to Rabba Waichai Ben, he says your your mouth the answers get you you spread it, you opened it up and you went further into Rishisaram. You dig it in Rishisaram, but every say your chayv. In other words, you but you not only did you abut it your your private uh, you you built it in Rishisayofen and it abutted Rishisaram, but you you went you spread it out too far, you widened it out into Rishisaram, and that's why you're chayv. If it wouldn't be for the foundation, Meisvei. Another kasha, hachol for bar b'shesiyachid, b'dug in b'shesiyachid, do pischol b'shesarabim. There you chayev, right? Because the opening is in b'shesarabim. The pit goes according to b'shesarabim. Fine, you chayev there. B'shesiyachid asmuch b'shesarabim. You build it in b'shesiyachid near b'shesarabim. You're potter. So b'shlam l'raba kuler b'shmal. Very good. He goes like b'shmal that if you build it in b'shesiyachid, you're potter, right? If you if the opening is in b'shesarabim, you chayev. Eller of Yosef, according to Yosef, b'shlam l'raisha. Rabbi Shmuel, the ratio that says what? That if you build it, if you build a hover bar b'shesiyach, the pistol b'shesarab mechayev, because the opening is in b'shesarab, goes like a b'shmuel, so you can say that the ratio goes like a b'shmuel. I, why not like Rabbi Kiva? Because Rabbi Kiva says if you build a pit in b'shesarab, you're potter. A strange thing. It's a Rabbi Kiva goes against our spar the way Rabbi Yosef learns, the Pashim Shat and the Pasik. Elaseifa, that says what? That the Seifa says if you build a b'shesiyach next to b'shesarab, you're potter. Money, Lord Bishmal, Lord Bekiva. According to everybody, say you're chayiv there. Amalchah b'chol for leushin v'divriyah kolas. Speaking where you built it for our foundation, and therefore you're allowed to. So they can work, weasel the way out. Even the Rav Yosef seems the stranger sheet. Tanrabanan, chafar upasach umasal shurab. Let's say you dug a pit in the rishasarabim, right? You dug it or you opened up and you handed it over. You gave the keys to the mayor. I dug this for the public use. I did it for you know for the tzarich harabim, and I handed over. To the rabbi, and now like, the city took it over. I dug a big pit and I gave it to the city. You're part of Because if I dug it myself, I didn't tell anybody about it. Nechunya was a great tzaddik. He would dig, he would dig, he would dig wells, let's say, we'll call it uh, pits and uh, ditches and caves uh, for the Ole Regalim so they should have water. That's what he would do. He would dig or open up pits, etc., open up uh, uh, excavations and give it over to the tzibur. This man has, has fulfilled this mitzvah of doing something which apparently it seemed like a takal, it seemed like an obstacle for the people, but the truth was that he did this halacha that if you do it, you do it for the tzibur, it's okay. This is more halacha zufasulo. This is the only thing that he accomplished. No, he even accomplished this thing as well. This story with Nechonya Chofer Sichem, Chofer Boris, he was called, that was his name, Nechonya Chofer, they called him the, the you know, the, the well digger. Tanur Abadam, Maisa Bito, Nechonya, there was a story with his daughter, Chofer Sichem, this Nechonya Chofer Sichem, who dug the ditch, Shenef Labor, she fell into a big pit, and she was in danger of death. Bo, Rabchanina Bendosa, they came and they told Rabchanina Bendosa, and, uh, he said, the first hour, she's still okay, don't worry. I guess it took a long time for Hatzalah to come. And he said, don't worry, the first hour, okay. she's still okay. Also, she's out of the pit already. How did he know? Then they told her after it's Mielcha, how'd you get out of the pit? Who brought you out of the pit? She told him when they had brought her out, uh, a ram came to me. And Avram Avinu, an old man, was leading leading him. And this is Rashi says that's the Elo Yitzchak, the same ram that Avram was Nechaz Besvach Bekarnov. This is the same ram. Amulo, 
So that's what she said. She said, this, uh, he got me out of the pit. This uh, old man brought me with a ram, brought me out of the pit. Amulo, then they turned to Rabchanina Bendosa, Naviata, what are you, a prophet? You know all this? That's the same. I'm not a prophet, and I'm the son of the prophet. This is what I said. Something that Nechunya, who goes to such trouble to take care of for the Tzibur, uh, he digs all these pits and and uh, and caves uh, for the Ola Regalim, for water and for the protection from the sun, etc. This thing that he would do, his own children, should uh, should stumble on something like that. They should be killed by a pit that this is something that he stands for, for, for the good, of, if he does it for the good of humanity. Amar Bacha, Afal Pikain, even so, may spin over some, his own son, his own son, this is where Mechunia's son died of, of uh, thirst. Shinemar Uspibav Nisara Ma'o. What does that mean? Around him, around the Rabon Shlolem, there's like a great storm. What does that mean from there? Malam Shekarosh Bochum, Medaktikim Spibav, he is. Careful, he's particular with those around him. I feel like yourself, Moshe Rabbeinu, like yourself, the other great tzaddikim, that he was mocked, but even on a small thing, Hashem was 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 particular with them. Even kuchutasar, even like a like a, a thin hair. That's lashon of nisara, right? Nisara means a, a whirlwind or a storm, and it also is like a lashon of sara of a hair. He's medak with, with, with them, and. Uh, and therefore, even though he was a great tzaddik, you know, it, uh, he was so particular, the littlest thing, he was punished with uh, with on the death of the son by Thursday. Rebchani himself said from here, or as Rebchanina on the side of Rebchanina, Mehocha, Kel Narats Besod Kashem Rabba, we say that in the, in the Yom, I think I went on Wednesday, Kel Narats Besod Kashem Rabba, the God who was revered uh, among the whole, among the great uh, holy, Vinora al Kosuyavini, and his. Um, he is feared all those all those around him, or he's uh, he you know he's like held in, in awe around uh, those around him. Another thing that says, whoever says that Hashem uh, is uh, he gives in, you know, he's not so mocked. But if you do uh, if you if you, um, uh, if you do something wrong, he's not going to be so particular. He's not going he's he's going to give in. He's going to be lax in in uh, fulfilling the punishment. Yutruchayev, his own life will be abandoned. It's like Hefker. Uh, the rock, it was complete. His work is complete. He does mishpat with everything. Like his nose is long, so to speak. Like he's he's patient. Uh, he waits time. Why does say double? Says um not only does he delay in, in meeting out punishment to the Sham, but also in giving reward to the tzaddikim that they'll only get their share uh, after a long time or in Olam Haba. Okay, so that's the story with the Chum Nanakan and digging pits. Tanabaran, la yisakal odam mershusa, sakal lesson of stoning. You shouldn't remove stones from your uh, from your uh, wall or your uh, private property, the Shusarabim. In other words, a lot of people, like, they throw their garbage out into Shusarabim. So uh, you shouldn't do that. Well, you sack a lot of them. You shouldn't remove stones from his own field or his own wall or whatever. Interesting. I'm a story with the person showing him the sack of He was throwing stones from his area into Rosh Hashanah. A, <coughs> a pious man met him. Amrlo Reka, empty-headed one, fool. The public property you're throwing it, property is always going to be public property. You're always going to own that. 
So why are you throwing that into your own property, which is a from an area which is not yours? I mean, he said, what do you mean it's not yours? It's his, it's his yard. Yeah, but it may not always be his yard. Your yard may be your yard today, may not be your yard tomorrow. But Rishus Rabbim is always going to be your yard. You're going to have permission always to go there. So why are you throwing stones from a Rishus which is not yours, from property which is not yours, to a Rishus which is yours? Legala, he laughed at him. What do you mean, not from my Rishus? That is my Rishus. I'm throwing it from my Rishus into Rishus Rabbim. But Yomim, eventually, Nitzrach Limkorsadeh, he had to sell his field, and he didn't own it anymore. He was walking on that same Rishus Rabbim, and he stumbled on those stones that he had personally thrown out. Amr, ah, Yafar said, now I understand that that pious man told me a good thing. He says, don't throw out stones from an area which is not yours to an area which yours, which is yours. At that time, the area was mine, and I was throwing out Jerusalem. Now that the area is not mine, it comes, comes out retroactively that I threw out the stones from an area which is not mine into an area which is mine. That was the story. Now, this is a classic case. Classic case of uh, of uh, you know digging a pit. That versus bore, you know, shore bore mava hever. What's bore? That's bore. You dig a pit with shesarabim. Achofer bore shesarabim. Enoughful atolcha shor chamor. Enoughful shor chamor fell in there. You're chayev. You you have to pay right as we learn. Enoughful shamor shor chamor. The pasuk says, and we darshan shor below adam chamor below kalim. That if kalim fell in there and broke, died, which means they. Broke. Where he was going, and you're not chayev. If he was injured, that's different. But if he was, if he died, you're not chayev. Okay. Now, according to Rabbi Yosef that we learned yesterday and today, this mission is only going. Whether you're talking about a pit, shiach, whether you're talking about a ditch, the difference is a pit is round. Round and small. Shiach is a is a uh, ditch which is long and narrow. Ma'ara is a covered cave. In other words, it's it's beneath ground, but there's a cover. Charitzin is like a ma'ara, and these are also kinds of ditches. Another kind of a ditch. This is more like a. It's it's also square like a uh, cave. In other words, it's big and very, but it doesn't have a cover. Uneitzin. Uneitzin is where it's small at the bottom and large at top. In other words, it's it's got a wide top and a narrow bottom. Okay, in all these cases, you're chayim. It doesn't make any difference if it's a round pit or it's a, a rectangular pit or a square pit or ma'ara. It fell in the all chayim. Okay, lamanam, why say bore? Bore, which indicates a round pit. A round pit. It says, ma bore shiesh bo kadei lahomas asart vacham. Just like a bore. It's got to be, in other words, in order to, in order to be chayim, if a shore or a chamor or an animal fell in there, it's got to be ten tefacham deep. If it was less than ten tefacham deep, as we'll see, and it didn't die, and, and it died, then you're not responsible because then it didn't die because of you. Any of these kinds of ditches or things that you fell into, if it was 10 Tvachim deep, then you're Chayib. Otherwise, you're not. It was less than 10 Tvachim deep. Because your, your pit didn't kill him. If he died and uh, if, if he stumbled on a little thing on a step, you know, which is not very deep, and he died, it wasn't the step that it wasn't, the, it wasn't your pit that killed him. But he could get damages. In other words, if he was damaged, he broke a leg, then you are chayim. But if he died because of it, you're not chayim unless it's ten fachim deep. What's the idea of ten fachim deep? Is it because that's big enough to get a good blow? Or is it because the animal um, suffocated? He had no air in there. Bad air, unhealthy. It's for the unhealthy air, for the stifling air. He suffocated. 
And if it's 10 fachim deep in a pit and the animal died, he died because he suffocated to death, not because of the fall. The fall didn't kill him. Oh, he hit the ground? Nah, he's not higher for that. Yes, maybe it's a grama. You're, you caused it. You know, it was an indirect thing. But you're, if the ground wouldn't have been there, as we'll see, let's say it was um, it was lined, as we'll see in a minute, with uh, with um, foam or with uh, wood, wooden pad, woolen pads, uh, then uh, it wouldn't have made a difference, right? The chavata, you know, he says, I'm a chavata karkol. If, if, if it was lined or wasn't lined, uh, it hit the ground. The, that the ground killed him, not you. In other words, when the Mishnah is talking about the Torah talks about a boar, talking about if it's ten fucking deep, because then he will suffocate. Right? He will suffocate to death. When it says that if you if you if you dug a pit ten fucking deep, a pit or a ditch or whatever, and it was ten fucking deep, and the animal fell in there and died, died whether he suffocated to death, he may not have had any uh, broken bones or whatever, or a koshkin certainly. If he fell by the blow, because the blow killed him, you know, he, he crushed his abdomen or whatever, and he, he died of a heart attack or whatever it was, you're high there too. So that's Machlok's between Shmuel and Rav. Rav says it's because of the suffocation, and Shmuel says it's the suffocation, and certainly because of the blow. So maybe if, if Shmuel holds, it's both for suffocating or for the blow. So maybe it's only for the blow. Torah says a bore. Even if it's full of woolen pads, meaning like foam, you're still chayev. Now there, there's no, there's no blow. You, you fell and you had the cushion. He didn't hit. He didn't hurt himself on the blow. So you're chayev, you're bored, because there you could have suffocation. Maybe now, what's the difference between Rav and Shmuel in a practical case? Rav says it's only because of the suffocation. Shmuel says it's because of the blow or the suffocation. If you didn't build a pit, you build a mound ten fachim high. And the animal walked on that and fell down, right? It fell down. Larav, agobel machayiv, not chayiv for that because there's no suffocation involved. He's outside. He's outside in the ground. He's a, there's a mound there. He's not falling into a ground. You could say in the ground there's no air down there, right? If you go down, we can understand that. Maybe ten fachim we can't understand, but certainly a, a pit that's far down, you know, they got to go down there with oxygen, right? So you can because you're chayev for that, either for the blow or for even if there's no suffocation involved, you're for the My time and Rav, what's Rav's reasoning that it's only suffocation? It says it fell in. If you walked on a mound and you fell down, that's not falling into something. You fell into something. Let's see here, and Mashman, any any way you fell, either you tripped, you walked up on a mound, you fell, you fell down the mound, or you fell into a pit. Tanan, Amisha Zim can't let me number bore. Why to say bore? Amisha says my bore. It, it was if you're high about any kind of a ditch, a cave, anything you dug, even if it's not a round pit. My um, bore. Why does it say bore? Why does it her say kiyef tachlish bore, kiyechlish bore? My bore sheish broke the lahamis because just like a bore is enough to, it's got to be ten fachim deep. Otherwise, it's not called a bore. It's got to be ten fachim. I understand. Afkol includes even a mound. Even if you didn't make a, a pit, you made a mound ten fachim. That's what it means. Just like a pit is ten fachim deep, anything that's ten fachim deep, even if you built the mound that's ten fachim high, and it'll fall down ten fachim on, on outside. You're also chayv. El Rav Afkol Asimai. What does Afkol? What does it include? You already. He doesn't hold up gova. He doesn't hold if you build a mound that you're chayv there because he holds you only chayv for suffocation. So what does it mean? My lasuya means the other thing. Lasuya chritzen venitzen. 
to include these other kinds of ditches that we said, like a churitzen is like a ditch, which is uh, like a, a cave. It's like a square, big square, doesn't have a cover. And the eatsen is where it's wide at the top and narrow on the bottom. So says, what do you mean to include that? Churitzen needs in the hedjek tanilu. The mission, look back at the mission, and the third line of the mission, it said, then he says, just like Bor, is also So according to Shmuel, it says, okay, fine, that includes a Gova. According to Rabba, does include you says were already mentioned before. Khritsim were already mentioned beginning of the Mishnah. He first says Khritsim and then he says, How do you know Khritsim are also Chayiv? Because just like why to say Bor, just like a Bor is enough to keep. Kill the same thing with Chrysanix and it's ten fakim deep in order to kill. The Hanikulu, the Tanilami. We have to mention all these different kinds of formations. This is round, this is a, 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 a Shiach is a long and narrow. Uh, the Charit, the Nitz, the Charitzin is the um uh is uh, like a cave, it's squared, but it doesn't have a cover, and the Eastern is wide at the top and narrow at the bottom. What do you know? Tells you you need all Ditana Bor, you tell me Bor Havimina, Bora Sarahu the Isfahla, a bore which is ten fakim deep. There, there's no oxygen. In other words, he's suffocating in there. There's Hevel. Why? Because it's small and it's round. But a Shiach, a dish which is long and long, I think with 10 Falcon deep is not enough to have, to have, uh, to, to have, let's call it diminished oxygen. You know, you want to call it that unhealthy air, diminished oxygen, because it's long. So maybe there, 10 Falcon wouldn't kill him. And if he died, he wouldn't be high for that. That's not enough to kill him. Because they're calling to Rab, that Hevels would kill them. Itana Shiach, you tell me the long and narrow ditch. Have you made a Shiach Asar? Who this Babla? Okay, it's ten a, a, a long and narrow ditch. There has an, there is a, there's enough um, lack of oxygen in a in a ditch of that form. Assume the cotton because it's narrow. It's just small, but it really means narrow because it's long and narrow. Abu Ma'ara the Marab, but a a cave which is squared off. You think the air has more chance to circulate there. And aim of us are less problem. And ten, if it's ten fucking deep, uh, there is no, there's not enough of a lack of oxygen. Eat on And if you tell me the case of a cave, how you minimum or us are who this problem? If it's ten, uh, a a squared off cave <clears throat> that's ten fucking deep, there, there's enough lack of oxygen there. Mishum de metallo because it's covered. Because the cave, by definition, it's covered on top. Abu Kharitzin the the low metallo, but a kharitzin, which is the same measurements, let's say, as a cave, it's squared. And it's not covered, it's uncovered. Amy Basar less well of a just get the even if it's 10 fucking deep, it's like a, a deep thing, but it's open on top. So there, there's no lack of oxygen, and that wouldn't kill him. And therefore, if an animal died, you wouldn't be higher for there. Okay, Kamashman, you are Vitana Khritzin, tell me how you mean a Khritzin, Asar, who this Bahavla. Again, there, if it's 10 fucking deep, there, there's not enough oxygen. Why? Because it's uh, it's 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 like a fully squared off uh, hole in the ground. Because there's no more uh, air on top. There's no more space on top than at the bottom. It's like a perfect square uh, deeping down with no cover. But Neitzen is a, a pit that's wider at the top and narrower at the bottom. Maybe there, there's not enough of a lack of oxygen because in the, in the deepest part, it's very narrow. So the air doesn't get a chance to, uh, to leave. In other words, there's more air there. Kamashma in all these cases, ten fachim deep is enough to kill, even because of suffocation. According to Shmuel, suffocation or or uh, or the blow. But uh, according to Rabbi, even suffocation there and there, this right teaches me all these cases. Tanan, said, if it's less than ten fachim deep enough, and died. why? Because it wasn't your pit that killed him. 
your pig wouldn't kill, either because of suffocation or because of the blow. The imhuzik bow, but if he was hurt by it, if the animal broke a leg, you had to take him to the vet. The imhuzik bow, chayev. Then you're chayev to pay for the damage he could do, because he, even on a step, an animal could fall, or a person could fall and hurt himself, but he wouldn't die. So, if it's less than 10 to Pachim, and they said, Pachim, my time, Rob said it has nothing to do with the blow. The blow is from the ground. You didn't do that. Your 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 problem is that you uh, made a um, you made a pit that doesn't have ventilation, and the animal died because of suffocation. Now he said if, if it was less than ten tefachim deep and he died, your putter. My time isn't it because ten tefachim deep? If it's only five tefachim deep, let's say five or six tefachim, there's not enough of a blow. Smash the the reason that you're that that. That your chayiv when it's ten tefachim deep is because of the blow, not because of the suffocation. Lo, mishum bless buhavla, because there's no lack of oxygen there. In other words, if it's only five tefachim deep, there's no lack of oxygen, and therefore, if he died, he didn't die because of a lack of oxygen due to you. He died because the animal had a heart attack or whatever. So how could you say if he was damaged by chayiv, bless buhavla? There's no lack of oxygen. Why do you say if he fell into a pit that's only five tefachim deep, you're not chayiv if he died, but you are chayiv if he did damage? What do you mean the damage? You just said there is no lack of oxygen there. There's not enough of a lack of oxygen for death. There is enough of a lack of oxygen for damage. In other words, he might have uh, suffered some, uh, you know, the animal had some lung uh, infection or whatever, and uh, and there wasn't enough oxygen for him because that he got damaged and suffered some injury. There was a story with an ox, Nafalarisa, fell into a, um, a uh, channel of water. Right, the um, um, the uh, the fell into Rashi says over here, a uh, or like a like a little river, the Deloy Mashkasaros, a place where they used to, uh, it's like a channel of water that they used to um, uh, irrigate the fields from there. Interesting, Rashi is an interesting Rashi here. Rashi says, uh, Mashkasaros, it's, it's an Amma deep now, an Amma deep, right? That's why it's called Amasamayim. Amasamayim, we always have a channel because the Amuka Amma Brachavam. That's why it's called Amasamayim because it's an Amma, use these channels of water usually in Amma deep. And now, an Amma is less than 10 Tfachim, right? So it's a, it's an Amma deep. And I'm why that's why it's called Amasamayim. Okay, so he fell into this little pond or channel of water. Now, what happened was the owner immediately took him out. He was afraid that the animal was going to die because maybe he was injured. And he shechted him, shechted Mari, and he shechted him right away to eat him because he was afraid he wouldn't live. If he was, maybe he was a trefa, maybe he was mortally wounded. So he shechted him right away. Tough for Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, no, it's trefa, you can't eat it. Why? Because the rule is, if an animal fell in this sort of a manner, called Risuk Evarim, that his things have fallen apart, that, that his, you know, his, uh, his limbs uh, could have fallen apart, something could have happened there, you have to either, if the animal can stand up and walk away, that's okay. Then you could, he's kosher. If not, you have to wait 24 hours. If you survive 24 hours, that's a sign that he wasn't mortally wounded. This guy didn't wait. He was afraid that the animal was going to die. So he says, no, it's great. If the owner of this animal, this ox, had taken, covered the kimcha, a small amount, the measure of flour, but also a ton of medicine, gone to the base medicine, was taken a little bit, see if he would have invested a little bit in a few loaves of bread, so to speak, and gone to the base medicine, asked to Shaila, he could have said, right, and, and we learned in the base medrash that the rule is if it lasted 24 hours subsequently, it's kosher, right? He wouldn't have lost his eye.
That's I Paskin now that you can't eat the axes. Maybe it was uh, you shafted a trefer. We don't know. Had he had he had he taken a little bit of bread and kav and and taken it to base medish and asked the shaila, he would have learned it. Wait twenty four hours and for the last twenty four hours you wouldn't have lost your animal. You could have shafted it then. And he lost now. He lost an ox. The shabakamakav is worth a lot more than the few loaves of bread that come. You know, measure several measures of them. Almak sabrav nachman yesh kabat the pafsim yisara. Now over here, it's less than 10 fucking deep that he fell into, and there was water there too, presumably. I don't know. But he says, obviously, Nachman says that Nachman says the animal could have died based on that. So even though that, that so there is an Indian of a blow, even less than 10 fucking according to Nachman. Acer of Nachman, what do you mean? Amisha said, Hey, plus was less than 10 fucking Umais, and he died. Potter, your potter, my time, If it's less than 10 fucking, there's not enough of a blow there to kill him. And you apparently held that, you know, that if he fell into something less than a problem, there is enough of a blow. It's as low. The reason in the Mishnah why we said if he fell into less than 10 fachim and he died, you're a potter, is because there's not enough suffocation, there's not enough of a lack of oxygen there. Uh, like Rav, maybe there is enough there. He held that you, a, a blow, even in less than 10 fachim, he fell in there, could have killed him. But we go like Rav. The reason why in the mission he puts is because that's not enough to suffocate him. It's less than the Why did he say if he was am she was chayiv? There's no no lack of oxygen. If it's less than ten fachim, there's not enough of a lack of oxygen to kill him. But there is enough of a lack of oxygen to hurt him. But again, Rav Nachman held that even less than ten fachim uh, of a blow is enough to kill him. Is enough to kill him. So the Khar, he went like Rob. He went like Rob in the sense that, well, or Rob says that the Chabata, we're not looking at. But Rob says Rob says that Chabata is Karka Olam. But that's in terms of Chia. But in terms of enough to kill him, Smashma that Chabata would be enough to kill him. Uh, that maybe, you know, he yelled that you could have less than 10 Fachim could kill him, but you're not responsible for that. So the issue is, Armish is dealing with responsibility. Rav Nachman was talking about could the animal die? And the animal Khar could die even less than 10 Fachim, depending how he fell in. All right, tomorrow's Morris afternoon off will be on the podcast. On Sunday, we're going to start from the Mishnah. Go, go, get all the way up to the Mishnah on Nunday's and Ralph, about uh, 12, 13 lines down on the page. That's where the uh, tomorrow's stuff will take you to. Shabbat Shalom and an easy Shabbat breath. Shalom, Rav. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Rumi. Um, yes. I, I put together, because a few people asked about, you know, helping Chava. So I put together a thing with some, uh, you know, some financial information there. About you know her account number and stuff like that. If you're interested, yes, yeah, uh, tell me if you want. Yeah, that's, that's no, yeah, send it over. We talked about it this morning. Yeah, people asked, and Laser yeah, yeah. gave her money and stuff. So because of that, uh, I put together something. So I'll WhatsApp it to you. If you Thank you. Okay? Very good. Right. Excellent. Any of your kids? Uh...